0: Okay, so I was uh, I've been trying to understand the concept of throne room of Yahweh, right? in uh, In relation to the different angelic beings in the throne room, and um, yeah, so um, I've been looking at the four different. Like, if we look in the Bible and the scriptures, there are four different classes of of like angels in the whole throne room, and and I believe since we're going to rule and reign with Jesus, the structure of the throne that we're going to sit in is going to be the same as the throne room that we, are, we too will be surrounded to the same degree that Yahweh is surrounded. So if you notice, uh, the Bible talks about uh, Isaiah sees uh, the seraphim above the Lord, crying, Holy, holy, Lord, and they have six wings, and they cover their eyes, and with the uh, two they climb, the they cover their feet. And then underneath the throne, they have the cherubim, which are 4 faced beings, which are full and full of eyes. And around the throne, we have the four living creatures, which each has a face of a man, an eagle, an ox, and a lion. And before the throne we have what we call uh the angels of the Lord. Or oh, the elect angels that Paul mentioned in First Timothy 5 7. So I've been studying i'm trying to figure out the ministry of all these different uh angelic beings. And um Okay, I don't wanna talk about angels, fine. But... The angelic canopy was given to mankind, saved and unsaved, through the love of God. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his son. In giving his son Jesus, he was also giving the manifestation of the service of Jesus through angels. So he gave the literal life of his son to the world. And he gave the manifestation of the service of his attributes to the world, his angels. So the entire creation, the entire world is full of angelic help. Saved and unsaved. But then there's a place, a domain, a realm where there are certain angels that only minister to the redeemed. But they don't just minister to the redeemed, they minister to the redeemed who have literally plunged themselves into the depths of Jesus. When we are born, we are born in the heavenly places, but we don't start in the depths of Jesus studying in his depths is a, a choice that I initiate personally. It's when I literally let go of everything else to pursue his heart, to enter into the depths of his heart. But Jesus is the expression of the heart of the Father. And to pursue Jesus is to pursue the heart of God, to know him intimately. And things begin to open up as we desire to just know life himself, the essence of life. And we desire him more than anything else. Because I believe the church is really in a frenzy of really desiring truths about him and not desiring him. Right? And that has really kept us back. Because sometimes yeah. you know people will pray for an anointing. The anointing is the overflow of his life, but he yeah. is not the anointing. Right? So you could desire an anointing and still miss him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. He is a fullness of mysteries, but miss. So I'm like uh um, so I was there right, and I was just like sitting there and I'm just like, okay, there we go, Lord, I'm like Jesus. What do you mean? Then it's like, I'm the essence of life itself. Yes. To walk in heavenly realities is to desire life himself me, to desire him above all else, above heaven, above death, above my own life, to let go of everything and say Jesus. I want you. Because the Father is looking for a bride pure and holy for his son. Like another day the Lord said to me when I was praying, the purity of your He said Blessed are the pure not for they shall see God. He said the heart is pure to the degree that it desires nothing else but Jesus. That's how you make pure of the heart. So there's certain angels that are designed to minister to people who want to just intimately minister to him in the area of the ark in the throne room so the first set we have uh the seraphim the seraphim of the burning ones will carry the burning love of god and they bring like they're fiery uh angelic beings who bring the ministry of fire jesus promised a baptism of the holy spirit and fire two different aspects one baptism of the Holy, one is, they're all like the manifestation of the Spirit of God, but they're different baptism. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is the first thing, then come the baptism of fire. And then Joel 2, Peter said, I, in the last days, um, the Lord said, I shall show wonders in heaven, blood, fire, and smoke. The fire and smoke is a baptism of the fire, right? Which has to do with, uh, with the ministry of the seraphim, right? Them touching us. Isaiah said, um, when the seraphim spoke, the temple was filled with smoke, and Peter calls and said, "Fire and smoke." On the day of Pentecost, you see you no know, tongues of fire upon them because the seraphim touched the disciples. The ministry of the seraphim is to make us blazing torches of the love of God, intimate lovers of Jesus. They bring a radical love of God. for they burn in intense, in the in intensity of the love of God. So when they minister to us, they are bringing and making us burn blazing as torches of flame. But the thing that really interested me was uh, um, a scripture in Revelation 4 about the four living creatures, right? Like I mentioned, um, these are four distinct creatures with six wings and each has a face. And what's interesting, each has a face of a lion, an ox, an eagle, lion, ox, eagle, and a man. What's interesting is in they sing the song of the redeemed. Revelation four nine. They said and the four and twenty and the four living creatures and the twenty elders, twenty four elders, bow down before the Lamb, and they cried out, for you were worthy to receive the scroll, for you were slain, and you have redeemed us out of every kindred, tongue, nation, and you have made us kings and priests to God, and these are angelic beings are singing the song of the redeemed. right? So it really baffled me for long because I was like, how is it possible that this particular set of angels before the throne that are full of eyes with six wings and a first set of an eagle, a man, eagle, man, lion, and an ox sing the song of the redeemed? And then, um, I hope I will be able to really explain it the best way I can, but I'm, I'm still Trying to. And then um we turn to uh, Genesis 9. Yeah, verse 9. We we first see Yahweh sets a covenant with Noah. And in setting up the covenant he mentions what I would say the four main divisions of creation, of created animals. He says to Noah, For I will make a covenant with you, Noah being the man. Right? And with the birds of the air, two. With the beasts of the of the of the ground, three, and with the kettle, four. Noah is the man, the birds of the air, the beast and the kettle. And then Yahweh established a rainbow. Right? A pattern on earth. And we go to heaven, we see a rainbow. And we see the face of a man. We see the face of a lion expressing the beast. We see the face of an ox expressing the kettle and we see the face of an eagle expressing the breath of the air. So the covenant that Yahweh established in heaven manifesting on earth. So what happened, the four living creatures are more of uh, a special remnant of creation that has been redeemed. I hope I can bring justice to this. You're right. doing let your will be done on earth as it is heaven. The full of Adam and Lucifer expected every single thing, but heaven is a perfect dimension. So what happens in heaven has to happen on earth. So before Yahweh had to show Noah that I'm gonna establish a covenant that redeems these four divisions of creation, He had to first establish in heaven. So then the word that he spoke of redemption are the four no, okay. are the four divisions of creation, the man, the lion, the beast, represented by the lion the birds written by the eagle and the cattle by the ox became personified as these beings. So these four living creatures are more like custodians of the covenant of, of God. They themselves are partakers or a remnant, are partakers of the, redempt, of the redemption of Yeshua. They are more like a, a combination, a, a collection, a culmination. Of, um, of, of, of every division of, um, of redeemed creation in its fullness. So they represent the full expression of redeemed <laughs> beings in heaven. But what's more interesting is they're covered with eyes all over, and they're covered with eyes inside, right? Their eyes are eyes that show great depths of knowledge into Yeshua. So they have looked into the Father, and have partakers of the deep knowledges of God, <laughs> the scripture says "The earth shall be covered with the knowledge of the glory of God. The earth shall be covered with the knowledge of the glory of God. And they represent the different four divisions of creation showing that as they are covered with the knowledge of the revelation, of the, with the knowledge of the glory of God, so creation itself shall be covered with the knowledge of the revelation of the knowledge of the glory of God. And then they have eyes within. Themselves, they have eyes outside. They have eyes within themselves, right? The huge, mighty, and the eyes within themselves. And these eyes are like—they are more like um, custodians of the inward light of Christ in different angels. They watch. They have eyes that goes to and fro the universes, and their eyes are able to penetrate into the depths of, 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 of of creation of beings. Examining uh, and taking a good look at, um, huh. at the inward light of Christ in other spiritual beings, and then these are on the throne. And before the throne, we have what we call the angel of the Lord or the angels of the Lord. Because the angel of the Lord is not just like one angel, right? It's a set of angels who like deputize for Yahweh, and it's not Jesus, it's not the friend of Jesus. Um, Paul, in you know, um. First Timothy 5:22. First Timothy 5:22. He calls them the elect angels of God. He says, um, he says to Timothy, I bow my knee before the Father, His Son, and His elect angels. These elect angels are called the angels of the Lord. In Revelation 8:2, Revelation 8:2, uh, John sees them, and John says, and I saw seven great angels before the throne of God. Seven great angels before the throne of God. Seven great angels before the throne of God, and um, um, yeah, so they so in the Old Testament we we see these angels just you know being sent by Yahweh to deputize for him, and sometimes when they came they took like uh, the personal uh, pronoun of God, and they said I and this, and he so couldn't tell who it was. So, and then that's them. And then underneath the throne room we have uh, the cherubim, which are 4 phase beings with four wings. each of the face of a lion and ox an eagle. And a man and they have four wings, and they are carriers of the glory of God, right? And they're also like the vehicle of expression of the Son of God. When the scripture says,'re seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, it's talking about us being seated on a cherubim. because the Bible says, Yahweh rise the cherub. Yes. <laughs> the Bible says, uh, Yahweh rise the cherub, right? So the cherubim is more like our vehicle of expression. Into to, to 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 creation, and within the cherubim they have wheels around them, right? Mighty big wheels. And what's interesting, the scriptures say the spirit of the cherubim was in the wheels. The spirit of the cherubim was in the wheels. And I thought angels have one spirit, but these cherubims are so like high energy angels that they able to impart measures of their spirit to their wheels. So this introduces us to a different set of angels called a uh, surrogate angels, which are angels that deputize for their head angels. Now the cherubim are like, uh, so the wheels, which people call often, him, are more like the surrogates of the cherubim, right? So this is like the structure of the throne room of God. There's seraphims above that are burning, burning. And these seraphims are really related to the seven spirits of God. But the seven spirits of God also burned before the throne. right? And these seraphims have to do with the love of God. And here we sit on his throne. And underneath the throne, there's a sea of glass. And beneath the sea of glass are the cherubim carrying it. And around the throne, before the throne, are the angels of the Lord, or the angels of his presence. And then around the throne, we have uh, the four beasts full of eyes and within. I personally believe... um, as we enter into maturity and we are called to sit and we desire and we ascend to sit with him who sits upon the throne, we'll begin to experience the ministry of these of the, the ministry of these four different classes of angels. It's interesting how the Lord uh, Jesus speaks of uh, John the Baptist. He said, John the Baptist was a burning and bright light. A burning and bright light. A burning and bright light. Fire. I believe John the Baptist embraced the minister of the seraphim to be a burning and bright light. The disciples still on the day of Pentecost saw the fire on their heads. They were burning and bright lights that terrified the world. The Bible says these men that have turned the world upside down Isaiah's lips were, Isaiah was a prophet from Isaiah 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, prophesying and seeing visions. And in chapter 6, he sees the Lord and he's undone when the seraphim touched him. His ministry completely changes. Because chapter 1 is still prophesying and having visions and all this stuff, but chapter 6, he has a mighty transformation. So I just believe we're just coming in an area, in a, in a season, where Jesus has released the minister of the seraph but as a ministry of fire, the fire of his love. And fire is not attractive. It is a fire that burns the chaff and the gross out of us. It is a fire that separates. It brings separation between you, yourself, your loved one, because it sets you apart to be a priest unto God and to be for God alone. This is the ministry of the seraphim and if we embrace and accept the ministry of these beings, we will be blazing our torches of fire like Jesus and we too would burn with a pure flame for the love of God. So I just I just want to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we make ourselves vulnerable to the ministry. The seraphs say, Father, we want to burn God. I want to burn Jesus. I want to burn for you, Jesus. I want to burn yeah. for you, God. I want to burn for you, Holy Spirit. I want to be a lover for you, Jesus. A lover, God. I want to burn. Deeply, intimately in love with you. Set me ablaze, Yahweh. Set my heart ablaze, God. Jesus, let me be a burning one. Let me be a burning one. I open up my chest cavity, Lord, and I make myself vulnerable to the ministry of the seraphim. Yahweh, set my heart on fire for you. Jesus, I embrace the ministry of the, of the cherubim, Lord. Wow. Father, that I may transcend above the three-dimensional spectrum of this world. Mm. That I may bear the four faces of Yahweh. Yeah, wow. The lion, the ox, the eagle, and the man. That's it. Yes. That I may be a mature son in your court, Jesus. Mm. Yahweh, I embrace the ministry of the cherubim. That the energies of the glory they carry, Lord, energize my spirit, man. That I, too, can travel in all directions, north, east, west, south, simultaneously. Mm. Father, I embrace the ministry of the four living creatures. I look into the eyes of the four living creatures, Yahweh. The eyes that will take me to the depths of the knowledge of Yahweh. I look into the eyes of the four living creatures. And like John of Patmos, Lord, I take heed to their call of come and see. And I come and I look into their eyes. Jesus, take me into the ocean of your knowledge, that I may intimately know you. To know you. Yes, to know you. Yahweh, well, thank you. Set my heart as your throne. Oh, to know you. And I may rule and reign with you, Jesus. To know you, Yeshua. I may rule and reign with you. To know you. Yeshua. Set me ablaze as your lover. Hmm. Let me burn with love for you. Yes. Burn away all the chaff, <coughs> the grass. Yes. Burn away all the Adam in me, Lord. Mm. Burn away Adam in me, God. Burn mm me away just burn mm. me away burn me away away mm. burn the Adam in me away God and the Son of God may be seen mm. That you may be the only image in me Jesus Jesus Christ name I pray amen